Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's CII podcast, Executive Sourcing and Portfolio Value. My name is Glenn Davis. It's not uncommon for corporate boards to favor external recruitment when hiring new CEOs rather than to promote from within. That tendency is rooted on a widely held premise that hiring from the outside, though often more expensive, opens the door to higher quality talent that will deliver greater net benefits to the firm. Does that premise actually hold water, though? And is there a difference between what's good for the firm level and what's good for a broad equity portfolio? With us today are Carrie Green, Director of Equities for the Tennessee Consolidated Retirement System, and Greg Nagel, Associate Professor at Middle Tennessee State University. They are the co-authors, along with Greg's colleague, Philip Seagraves, of a forthcoming paper entitled Portfolio Return Impact from External Executive Hiring, which was recently presented at the Midwest Finance Conference. Welcome, Carrie, and welcome, Greg. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. Great. Well, let's get right into it. I'll start with you, Carrie. What sparked your interest to research the relationship of portfolio returns to internal talent development? So TTRS has about a 10-year track record in, an, in developing an intern program that we use for recruiting. And I was in contact with Greg during the recruiting process, and he was really intrigued by our conversation around how most of our promotions are internal, and we got to discussing his research about external hiring, and I realized that there was a real difference between what we consider to be best practice in our own firm and what we're expecting from the corporations that we invest in. So I listened with the team to the years of research and the opportunities for improved returns and was really astounded to realize that the cognitive dissidence there was between what we thought internally and what we were executing in our portfolio were so different. He was quick to point out that there are very different viewpoints about the benefits of external hiring at the firm level. And so we started talking about, well, what about at the portfolio level? And so even as a career portfolio manager, I had never considered the ecosystem impacts of external hiring. And not only that, the research shows that what I thought was pretty plain vanilla best practice, which was to do an external search for the higher level executives, was actually probably harming our returns. So, Greg, what is unique about the research that you've done? Well, launching off from that discussion with Kerry, we knew there were divergent viewpoints as to the value of external hiring at the firm level. So then we looked at the portfolio and we said, hey, uh, we're the, what's, what's unique is it's the first to really consider the impact on the ecosystem when a firm hires externally, because in a group like CII, that talent is probably coming from some other firm that's within the group of CII members. And so there's impacts and it's important because this is new costs that have never been before considered from a portfolio standpoint. So what are those costs? Think about it. External hiring is what drives the ability for executives to argue for higher pay, for managers to argue for higher pay. And although that's, you know, sort of a hot and button issue, what the research has really shown is that the much bigger impact is the intellectual capital loss at the firms that are losing these executives to other firms. That's where the real cost is. So what would you say are the practical results for institutional investors here? So in today's environment, the vast majority of institutional investors own a large amount of index assets, which makes them highly likely to be exposed to these costs that other firms, when an executive is hired externally, especially if you're part of an organization like CII, where you're banding together, the cumulative portfolio is, there's a near certainty that they're going to experience that impact. And so when you improve internal talent development, particularly by ensuring that CEO track internal talent has tenure and rapport with the board of directors, it can have a significant and positive impact on portfolio returns over time. 
we calculated that the impact of decreasing external hiring by improving internal talent development was about half a percent annually in potential return. That's really huge. So, Greg, what are the paper's recommendations? Well, if we sort of boil it down, first one is for you know institutions to engage with boards on refocusing from you know external hiring of executives to internal talent development. We're not saying stop external hiring. We're just saying build the internal talent development enough that the external hiring is not needed, and there's great precedent for being able to do that. We'll talk about that later. One of those people that we point to is a guy named Claudio Fernandez Aras. He's been at it for decades. He has seven articles in Harvard Business Review on this topic. There's ways to do this. And the second major uh, recommendation is to engage with boards on requiring a uh, specific minimum of uh, one or two years of service on the board. So the executive in the firm gets on the board and is there for strategy discussions, all things like that, so that they're ready when the time comes. And the impact is huge. Uh, there's nine percentage points in returns. This is good stuff if they can, recommendations can be implemented. CII already has a CEO succession policy that I believe emphasizes this kind of behavior by firms. So it's really supportive of the position that CII already holds. In addition, as an institutional investor, for me, my first level of engagement is through my proxy voting. And we typically engage with a proxy voting service who tracks CEO compensation, tracks board decisions over time. And there are a couple of outcomes that can be tracked either by the institution or their proxy voting service. And one would be track directors who recommend external hires in the outcomes, figure out if a director is good or not at recommending external hires. And then you can vote on those directors in the future. And because directors frequently serve on more than one board, you could have an impact across your multiple companies in your portfolio. The other thing is track those who have internal talent development skills. Many of the external board members are former CEOs. And so the track record of internal versus external hiring at their prior firm is easy to track as well. And you can support the board service of those who have those skills to develop internal talent, and they bring that to the board with them. And those are easy to execute through some simple tracking measures and proxy voting. And Carrie, why is being an inside director so important in CEO succession planning? The evidence is really overwhelming that internally promoted CEOs without board experience take two years to come up to speed. Without prior board experience, operating performance is nine percentage points lower during the first two years of the tenure of an internally promoted CEO. I found that really fascinating because my entire career, we've been motivated by the march to a fully independent board. And what this shows is that for people who are on that CEO track, they need access to the board members, access to the time spent interacting with the board to really build trust and really be able to get going on day one as the new CEO. I just found that really fascinating. And Greg, which institutional investors are most able to act on your recommendations here? Well, research shows that virtually all, I mean, even ones that would be classified as passive investors, the key requirement is that the firm that you're trying to target to improve the uh, internal talent development, that it has to have a very big weight in that institution's portfolio. And that's when, you know, the chief investment officers really focus in on a firm is when they, it's, you know, large portion of their asset value. Then it's been shown that, hey, payouts are increased when they get, you know, when firms get that kind of attention from uh, institutional investors, their uh, investment efficiency goes up, M&A deals get better. And we believe, you know, with that kind of a track record that we would have similar benefits when it comes to improving internal talent development plans. And Carrie, are there any exceptions to your results that you know of? 
The only one we found is that very small firms actually do need external hiring because their depth of talent is just a lot smaller than at, at the more mature firms. But that would be defined as a, as a company that's less than $200 million in market cap, something that's almost even below the S&P 1500 threshold. Great. Well, our guests today have been Carrie Green of the Tennessee Consolidated Retirement System and Greg Nagel of Middle Tennessee State University. Thank you all for listening to this installment of CII's podcast series. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Voice of Corporate Governance, brought to you by the Council of Institutional Investors. The Voice of Corporate Governance is a free, non-sponsored podcast that highlights critical developments in corporate governance and other important issues affecting institutional investors. The views expressed by those interviewed on the podcast do not necessarily reflect the views of CII or its members. For more information on CII and its policies on corporate governance, please visit our website at www.cii.org.